Welcome to the Howie Silbiger Show on the True Talk Radio Network. Get in on the conversation. Call 1-877-669-1292. Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is absolutely refusing to do what what U.S. President Joe Biden did, what the BBC did, what Fox News did, even what CNN did. He is refusing to acknowledge that Israel is not responsible for the bomb that landed in the hospital parking lot in Gaza. Prime Minister Trudeau said on Thursday, he said today, that Canadian officials are still reviewing evidence about the Gaza hospital blast that killed and maimed many Palestinians. And he's not prepared to say who's responsible. Now, President Joe Biden and American National Security Services have said that, um, that Hamas is responsible. That it was a misfired rocket from Islamic Jihad. Trudeau said, we are working closely with allies to determine exactly what happened. The Israeli military said a misfired rocket by Palestinian militants was behind the explosion. And I don't know why this article says militants. They were definitely terrorists. Hamas blamed the airstrike on Israel. Hamas blamed the airstrike on Israel. And because Hamas blamed the airstrike on Israel, suddenly it's Israel's fault. The terror organization that just committed a genocidal attack, the Nazi terror organization that just committed a genocidal attack, against the Israelis, are now dictating the narrative of what's going on in Gaza. Now, you tell me, does that make any sense to you? It doesn't make any sense to me. Does it make any sense to you? It seems nonsensical to me that a country that was attacked has to prove over and over and over again that they were attacked and that people were killed and that babies were murdered. But when a bomb lands in a hospital while rockets are being launched from blocks away into civilians, by the way, then the country that's the victim is not believed. Believe the terror group? Believe the Nazis? It's, it's embarrassing. It is embarrassing that the Liberal Party of Canada still has this man as their leader. It is embarrassing that there are still Jewish MPs who claim to be Israel supporters that are still members of his party. It is embarrassing that the Canadian people haven't risen up and demanded his immediate removal. It is embarrassing that there are still Jews out there. There are still Jews living in Canada who insist that the Liberal Party is the only party you could vote for during any election. The Liberal Party has proven over and over and over again, consistently, that not only are they corrupt, not only is this prime minister corrupt, but they're anti-democratic. And now, apparently, they believe Hamas over Israel, a Nazi terror organization. Now, let me let me let me be clear. The BBC has an independent um, 
media report, media organization. They, they, it's totally independent of the BC, BBC. It, it works independently of the news organization. And it scrutinizes every video that they put onto the BBC. Now, I'm not saying the BBC is a is a great organization, but they scrutinize every video. It's a third party. It's a third party auditor that looks at all the videos. And the third party auditor said that it is obvious in the video of this of this attack that the bomb that landed in the hospital's parking lot was fired from within Gaza. And if you go to the BBC, you could see the actual video and they, they have arrows and it shows where the bomb takes off and it shows where the bomb lands. But of course, video evidence doesn't trump what the Hamas spokesperson said. And the media must run with whatever the terror organization tells them and ignore everyone else. And our prime minister must go against almost the entire world who has admitted that this attack was not perpetrated by Israel. I must still say Canada doesn't believe that Israel could be so innocent. Israel always has to be the guilty one, even when they're the victims. I see many, 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 many people protesting Israel for bombing Gaza, killing innocent civilians. They're yelling, genocide, ethnic cleansing, I've heard. But not one of these people, not even one, has bothered to complain for over 17 years of bombs being launched by Gaza into Israeli civilian populations with the sole intention of murdering Israelis. Rockets fired into Sturut and all the southern towns near Gaza. Continuously and perpetually, till today. And not a word from the so-called peace activists, the ones who are so worried about the residents of Gaza. Not a word from them, as rockets are fired into residential areas. Residential areas, by the way, that are not housing military institutions or installations under their houses, under their hospitals, and under their schools. Into residential areas where residents are living with the prayer of peace. But not a word from these so-called human rights activists. Not a word. Since 2006, bombs have been launched into the homes, streets, schools, and hospitals of innocent Israelis. Rockets launched from Gaza. Since 2006, tens of thousands of them. Hundreds of thousands of them. And not a peep, not a peep from these so-called human rights activists. Not a peep. And now, now that Israel is defending themselves from a genocidal attack, a genocidal Nazi organization, which has vowed in their charter to kill every Jew who lives anywhere in the world, who has vowed in their charter to destroy Israel, who has vowed in their charter to kill anybody who stands up against them, 
and Israel's defending themselves from this, finally? Standing up and defending themselves? And the media and the Canadian government takes the word of the genocidal terrorists over the word of Israel? It's disgraceful. It's an embarrassment to Canada. It's an embarrassment to humanity. For the last couple of weeks, Hamas propagandists, Hamas apologists, Hamas supporters have been demanding to see proof that babies were murdered, that 40 babies were decapitated. Demanding to see proof. We're not going to believe it. A week, two weeks already, of people saying it's misinformation, Israel made it up. Two weeks of people demanding to see evidence of murdered babies. Then a rocket lands in the hospital parking lot, and within 15 minutes, the entire world is condemning Israel? Even though Israel didn't launch the rocket, it's obvious. If you watch the video, go to the BBC, watch the video. It's obvious. Unfortunately, I can't show you the video here because of the strict copyright rules of YouTube and Facebook. If I put the video up here, they're going to pull the whole show off. Of, uh, they're going to pull this episode off their network, so I can't do it. But if you go to the BBC and you look at the video, it is obvious, absolutely obvious, that the rocket that landed in that hospital parking lot came from Gaza was fired towards Israel and went off on the wrong way. But but who cares? What's the difference? What's the difference where the rocket came from? Should these people who are condemning Israel for doing air raids on, on, on genocidal terrorists, should they not be condemning the genocidal terrorists who are launching rockets into civilian populations? Should the Canadian government not be condemning the terrorists that are launching rockets into civilian populations? Shouldn't they have been condemning them and doing something to stop them over the last, what is it, almost 20 years? There's been absolute silence as rockets have been slamming down into southern Israeli towns. Absolute silence that about a whole generation of children who grew up with the fear of dying every time they walked outside, who grew up counting their steps so they know how far away from a bomb shelter they are because a rocket from Gaza could fall on their heads at any given time. The most telling thing in this whole drama that has started, that started a couple of weeks ago with the genocidal murder of over 200 people from a Nazi Arab terror group the saddest statement that I've heard so far was a woman who was who was living in one of these towns that that these Nazi Arabs attacked, who said, "You know, look, we ran to the bomb shelter because we knew there was a danger, and we figured it was just another bomb coming from Gaza. I mean, we've lived with this so long; it was just another bomb." What? We've lived with this so long, it's just another bomb coming from Gaza, just another rocket? What kind of people have to live under those conditions? Why do people have to live under those conditions? And why don't 
Uh, where were the human rights activists? The, the people who care about lives, care about women and children, care about innocent people. Where were those people? Since 2006, where were those people condemning Hamas rockets flying into Israel? I'll tell you why they haven't condemned them. I'll tell you why they don't care. Because they're slamming into Jewish houses. They're slamming into Jewish towns. That's why they don't care. I'll tell you why they demand to see proof of dead babies. Because they're Jewish babies. And Jewish life doesn't matter. If this were American babies that were massacred and slaughtered in their beds and in their cribs by a terror Nazi genocidal organization, they were American babies, nobody would be demanding to see proof. Everybody would say, oh my God, we can't even look at this. We, we don't want to see this. Who wants to see dead babies? What kind of sick, unbelievably sick, I can't even come up with another word, disgusting people are demanding to see pictures of dead babies, of babies decapitated. Who wants to see that? Why do you want to see that? Because the world gets off on seeing pictures of dead Jews. The world gets off on seeing videos of Jews being slaughtered. That's why they want to see them. The Israeli spokespeople keep saying the same thing. They keep saying, we didn't even show you the tough stuff. The stuff you saw was the tame stuff. We didn't even show you the hard stuff. If the stuff that we saw was the, was the mild stuff, I can't even imagine. There's, there's, there's no sense of imagination. I, I don't have the skill to imagine how horrific the bad stuff is. And we take the genocidal terroristic organization's word at face value. The Canadian government takes it at face value. Hamas said 300 people were killed. Canadian government condemns Israel for killing 300 people. We even listen and publicize and, and, and magnify the claims of a genocidal terroristic organization. And this is the government of Canada. But we shouldn't be surprised. We shouldn't be surprised after seeing what Prime Minister Justin Trudeau did to people standing up against his COVID policies. We shouldn't be surprised after seeing the Prime Minister rip children away from their parents, rip dogs and cats away from their parents, take the livelihoods of Canadians who are protesting policy, throw them into jail, freeze their bank accounts, destroy their businesses, destroy their homes, euthanize their pets. Mr. Trudeau is a cruel, calculated dictator. Canada is moving more and more towards a dictatorship than a democracy. We have to keep, you know, we have to be, have to be vigilant about this stuff. We have to understand where, where, where our government is going. We have to understand where we stand right now. And this is where we stand right now. 
the Prime Minister of Canada, the official spokesperson for the country, is refusing to acknowledge the fact that Israel did not launch a missile into a hospital. Because there's no way that the Jews could be innocent in Mr. Trudeau's mind. And yet, I know, I know that there will be Jews who will tell me, but but Howie, you know, my MP, my Jewish MP is such a good MP, I have to vote for him. You know, it's not fair to punish the MP because we have a bad prime minister. No, it's fair to punish the MP because he stays in a party with an, a prime minister that is a dictator. It's good. To, it's fair to punish an MP who decides that 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 a party that contemns that's going to continuously condemn Israel is a party he wants to stay in. For me, that's 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 enough not to vote for somebody. For me, that's enough to vote for the other guy. Regardless of how repugnant I find the other people. That it's enough for me to 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 leave to not vote for this party. Not that I ever did, but not if I if I ever did, I mean that would have been the last time, really. Regardless of who the MP running is. Sure, there are a lot of MPs who work very hard for their constituents, and sure, they are a lot of MPs who are in the wrong party. The Prime Minister said Canada is taking the necessary time to look carefully at everything before saying what it believes transpired on Tuesday at the Anglican Church-run facility in Gaza City. Now, during a wartime visit to Israel on Wednesday, President Joe Biden said that the U.S. Defense Department showed him intelligence that suggests the explosion at the Ali Arab Hospital was likely not caused by an Israeli airstrike. The President of the United States said, Based on what I've seen, it appears as though it was done by the other team, not you. He said that to Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. A White House National Security Council spokesman later said that an analysis of overhead imagery, intercepts, and open source information shows that Israel is not behind the attack. The Democratic and Republican leadership of the U.S. Senate Intelligence Committee issued a statement after reviewing evidence that's been gathering so far. The quote is, we feel confident that the explosion was the result of a failed rocket launched by militant terrorists and not by the result of an Israeli airstrike. Conservative MP Michael Chong, the party's foreign affairs critic, said in a question period that he wanted to give the government the opportunity to correct and clarify the record on who was responsible for the deadly blast. He said Canada's closest intelligence allies have already clarified the record. Those allies don't include the United Kingdom's British Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak said Wednesday that he would not rush to judgment about capability. He also said the UK, a Five Eyes intelligent partner, is working at a pace and cooperating and collaborating with allies in this issue and we look to get to the bottom of the situation. Will the government clearly state that the, the Israel Defense Force and the State of Israel were not responsible for the explosion at the hospital in Gaza on Tuesday, Chong asked? What happened in Gaza is absolutely devastating. Palestinian civilians, Israeli civilians are equal and must be protected, Foreign Affairs Minister Melanie Jolie said. Jolie pointed to Trudeau's earlier statement that Canada isn't ready to, say who, to definitively say who caused the explosion. You heard the Prime Minister earlier today, Canada and its allies are working to determine exactly what happened, and Canadians deserve answers, she said. At a later press conference about Canadian diplomats leaving India, Jolie was pressed again to explain why Canada isn't willing yet to accept U.S. and Israeli statements assigning the blame to the hospital blast. 
The Prime Minister has already answered, Jolie said. She bristled at repeated questions about the situation. I said it in the House, I'll say it in French, and I'll say it again. Whatever happened in Gaza is completely devastating. There have been numerous conversations. Canada's contact with all its allies on the issues will make sure to know exactly what happened, she said. Anglican church officials have sold, has said an untold number of Palestinian refugees were camped out in the hospital courtyard when the explosion hit Tuesday. Images gathered by BBC News, the Associated Press and Reuters showed that the hospital still standing after the blast, but there are blown out windows, a small crater in the pavement near the side, near the site, and a burned out vehicles and overturned cars nearby. So the bomb, the, the missile, actually landed in the parking lot and didn't really damage the hospital. So it, the hospital wasn't bombed. And the crater was a small crater. Uh, the missiles that Israel sends take down apartment buildings. I don't think if it landed in a parking lot, it would be so small. one 669 1292 is the number to get in on the conversation. If you want to call and talk to me, you could call in one 669 1292 This is the Howie Silberger Show right here on the True Talk Radio Network. one 669 1292 is the number to call. I, 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 I get worked up a little bit when I talk about the Prime Minister of Canada and his continuous embarrassing move, his, his continuous embarrassment. He's a walking embarrassment to the country. And I get really worked up when I talk about Jews who blindly support this man, even though he has firmly stood against Jewish causes firmly stood against what Jews stand for. It is it is extremely disturbing to me, extremely disturbing to me, that there are still Jews who, who will stand and support them. But I guess there are apologists to everything. I guess I guess I, I I don't know. I wasn't around during Nazism, but I'm sure there were some Jews who were saying, "Hey, wait a second. Uh, that's not that bad." I mean, come on, come on. You're overreacting. I'm sure I'm sure there were Jews there who said that too. It's scary to think that there are people who are not astute enough to notice the trends, not astute enough to realize that dictator Trudeau, that, that, that Mr. Trudeau, is planning on becoming a dictator, is planning, on, uh, is planning on, uh, on stripping more democracy away from Canadians, and planning on running the country like a socialist state. Uh, I, I don't understand how people don't see this. Right before the pandemic, just before the pandemic, our good prime minister, Mr. Trudeau, uh, was on television where he said, let's use this pandemic. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. He wasn't on television. He was at the uh, World Economic Forum where he, where he said very clearly, he said, let's use the pandemic as an opportunity for the Great Reset. The Great Reset. What is the Great Reset? So he didn't explain it at the World Economic Forum, but everybody there seemed to know what he was talking about. The Great Reset is essentially resetting society to conform with the leftist, woke views of the people running, uh, running certain countries. So when, when, when Prime Minister Trudeau got up at a, at a uh, town hall meeting and said, we're not going to talk about mankind anymore. We're talking about people kind. This is what we are talking about with the Great Reset. Language, please. We're talking about uh, a new world order. 
And I know in in the past when we talked about a new world order, we were always talking about white supremacists whose new world order would have been would have been a, a totally white society with uh, with blacks and everybody else subjugated under them. But that's, that's not necessarily what we're talking about. We're talking about a new world order where where economic a new world economic order where where economic plans like capitalism would disappear and the world would run into socialism. And not only would the world be more socialistic, so we could offer more, um, so so the world would be able to offer more, more social programs, more, uh, more, more programs to help the poor, more programs to to help to, f- to help feed the hungry. But they would also, but they would also have a new political. I mean, there wouldn't be any more democracy. There wouldn't be any more. Uh, there wouldn't be any more uh, communism. This this would all disappear, and it would be like one big socialist happy kumbaya family. That's what the great big great big reset is all supposed to do, and the, and and the way they tried to implement it through the COVID pandemic was stripping the rights of the citizens away. Look, they saw how easy it was to strip the rights of citizens away. It was so easy. Make a you make a pandemic bigger than it was, and you start ordering people to do stuff. You scare them with the media. The media learns really quick to fall in line with the government, especially in Canada, where the government subsidized the media's subsidized the media of over a billion dollars. They give a billion dollars to big media, and that billion dollars buys the government a loyalty. So when uh, Justin Trudeau, the Prime Minister of Canada, had a scandal, the media's loyalty made that scandal disappear really quick. It wasn't on the front pages of any papers. It, it wasn't extensively covered. It just kind of vanished. And scandal after scandal, Trudeau got away with it because the media did not hold him accountable. Because the media was afraid that a man like Justin Trudeau, who's a very vindictive man, he, he's, he's the kind of guy who doesn't mind taking, taking revenge on people who cross him. So they were afraid that they would lose their billions of dollars in subsidies that they get to offer less and less services to Canadians. So you take a paper like the Montreal Gazette, I'm just using that as an example because it's actually a good example, who just doubled their subscription rates for their subscribers, but is only producing uh, four papers a week. They've cut out their Monday paper and they've cut out their Sunday paper their Saturday paper barely exists, and the rest of the pamphlets that they put out you know, for on, on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays are, are essentially that, pamphlets. So these, these newspapers that are taking billions of dollars in subsidies are not putting those billion dollars into publishing papers, that's for sure not. And I don't know, and I couldn't tell you how much the CEO of Post Media makes or how much a bonus he took at Christmas time. Couldn't tell you, I don't know. But I do know that the billions of dollars that are given out to these media organizations are not used for survival of the media organization. They're ripping off their subscribers. They're shortchanging Canadians. Montreal Gazette is the only English newspaper in Montreal, one of the biggest cities in, in the biggest city in Quebec. And it only publishes a newspaper from Tuesday to Saturday. And it has hardly any reporters working for it. CJAD, which is the largest English uh, talk radio station in Quebec, 
only because it's the only English talk radio station in Quebec. Doesn't have much of a newsroom. They they got rid of the entire newsroom and they've merged it with CTV News newsroom, newsroom, which they decimated too. So if you want to send a message to English Quebecers that you're no longer welcome in Quebec, there are a couple of ways to do it. You pass oppressive language legislation, check mark. You decimate their media, check mark. Because the the sign of a free people is free media. When media doesn't exist, check mark. And then the next step is close down their schools. They're already halfway there. Then what? Expel them from the place, the land they're in. Or scare them enough that they run out of the land they're in. That's it. That's what you got to do. You want this place free of of English speakers? <laughs> You're almost there. Quebec is almost there. And the Canadian government could have stopped this at any time. The Canadian government could have interfered and disallowed any of the laws that Quebec passed. The Governor-General could have disallowed any of the laws that the Quebec passed. But they didn't. For the sole reason, it's a political reason. They didn't because they didn't want another discussion about Quebec separation. That was the only reason they didn't do it. They didn't want to go through the hassle of fighting Quebec again in another referendum. And the reason they didn't want to do that, quite simply, because they weren't sure they could win with such a weak prime minister and a weak government. The government being propped up by the NDP, which is a virtually anti-Israel party. An unbelievably anti-Israel party. It's propping up the liberals in their minority government. That's, that's really where we're at now. We're at a point where we have to make a decision as a people. And, and I know it's not an easy decision. We have to make a decision as a people. Do we believe in Canadian values? Do we want Canada to evolve into a more socialistic, imperialistic state? Do we want a dictator running our country? Or do we want to stand with world values? Do we want to stand with Judeo-Christian values? Do we want our country to, to be amongst the best in the world? If the answer is number two, we got the wrong government in power. I'm Howie Silberger. It's the Howie Silberger Show. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you again next time right here on the True Talk Radio Network. And uh, don't forget, download the True Talk Radio Network app. You can download it on any of the app stores uh, for, uh, for Apple or for Android. The True Talk Radio Network app where we have 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Cover, uh, we have a station running 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Lots of great stuff on that station, truetalkradio.com. Have a great one.